Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to be on the Strictly Anonymous podcast, uh, if you have a problem or a secret life that you want to talk about while remaining totally anonymous, you could be on the show. This is a call and advice show where I give total strangers my unprofessional advice. Uh, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. I've been having a lot of my listeners email me recently. I have another, the guy who's on tonight, Don Juan, he was a listener of the show who emailed me. Uh, and... Uh, so I love that. So keep doing it. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep mentioning it. If you want to follow me on Twitter, follow me at the show at Strict Anonymous. Follow me at Cartoon Therapy. You could like my Facebook fan page. I think I have like 40 something likes because <laughs> I'm never on there. And what else? You could buy my book. I wrote a book. It's a stick figure book. There's some stick figure book called Sober Stick Figure Shit. I don't know. That's all out there. And this girl, because she's a comedian. Uh, she was able to get her book published and it's, everyone's talking about it and I'm sure my book is just as good. <laughs> it's like the same concept. My book is a stick figure book and there is a lot of crazy drunk stories in there. Um, and you could buy it on Amazon. It's called the cartoon misadventures of a total train wreck. Like I said, it's a, it's a stick figure, like drawing book about my relationships from my losing my virginity story until I turned 40. It's like a bunch of relationship gone bad stories. That's exactly what it is put together in one book. <laughs> you could buy it on Amazon. I think it's like 11 bucks. It's a hard copy book. It's really cute. Uh, what else? And that's about it. I'm just going to tell you who I have on the show today. It's Don Juan. I love that name. Like I said, he was a listener who wrote in and said he used to be a player and uh, he's not a player anymore. He's dating somebody. But he talks about why he became a player, like what happened to him in his past, wh what he did to become a player, you know, like the tactics that he used to get a lot of women. And he got a lot of women. Um, and then the re then the podcast takes like a turn and we get into a little bit more personal stuff with him because I call bullshit on some of the stuff that he talks about. 
uh, you know, his playing ways. I kind of call him out on it a little bit. And then we get a little bit more serious about him and his history and his relationship now, what he's going through and blah, blah, blah. So it's a really interesting podcast because I think you learn a lot about um, what to do with women, what not to do. I give my two cents. He talks about what he did. And uh, you hear like the backstory on a player. And I talk about this on the podcast briefly. But the truth is like whether it's like a a man and he's a player or a woman and she's like what people would call a slut or a whore. You know, a lot of times the people that are, um, you know, have those labels are people who are acting out because shit went down when they were younger or in their past that, you know, made them that that hurt them. And then they act out by being either promiscuous with men or women. And uh, I think that it's interesting or important to get the backstory so you don't just judge people and assume that they're just one way. Most of the time, there's reasons behind stuff. That's why I do my podcast to reveal that kind of stuff. So I'll be right back on with Don Juan. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, Don Juan. Welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. So, Don Juan, this is the deal. I mean, duh, it's pretty obvious why what this call is about, considering you're using the name Don Juan. <laughs> you're a, yes, you're a player, right? But you have like, well, a, you're, well, I'm just going to give the, the quick synopsis and then you're going to go in okay. and explain everything, right? So you're a total yeah. player. You're pretty self-aware because you explained a couple of things that happened to you pretty early on, which, right. you know, which is the reason or things that happened to you, which made you into the player that you are, right? And then, Correct. And then Correct. you went into like all the things that you do as a player, which is interesting because you were just playing me before we started taping this podcast we're going to get into that in a second and then so do you think i was do you think i was playing you though a little bit it's I what you no, no, no. yeah yeah because you're curious like i am and we discussed that already too right. but i think that what's interesting about the questions you were asking me is it is a part of what you do when you go after a girl to get into her head right so and because it helps Correct. you Correct. figure stuff out about her you were doing it with me because you wanted to get on the phone with someone and sort of know stuff a little bit more about me right but i was like oh save it for the podcast because I do believe that these things that you're asking me you ask women because you told me this right when you're right. sort of picking them up and that's your way of sort of getting in their head and getting the one up right and like getting them yeah. to like you so let's start and then sure. you ended with something like you're you someone changed your life but you're kind of like still in your back way so I'm thinking maybe you're in a relationship now are you in a relationship now yes how long you've been first- in how long have you been in a relationship? Uh, this is the two years, coming on two years. Two years. And I haven't cheated on her, and I haven't been. Oh, like, okay. I'm, I'm nervous about talking to you, to you now about it because it's, I've never done anything behind her back. Okay, but that's total, okay. You don't. You, right, right, right. I get it. I get it. Right. And so this is like I mean, you're I lying. When I, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly. But you did exactly. say, you said something like, oh, I'm feeling like a little, like, it's hard for me to put everything be in the past or put the stuff behind. But you've been okay for two years not doing, being the player that you were, but right? I guess it's kind of like being an alcoholic because the temptation is always there. 
Like, I can't get away from women. Mm-hmm. Like, right, totally. always going to be, a woman's always going to be in my presence no matter what, you know, mm-hmm. unless I go to, like, a seminary of all men. Right, 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 right. There's <laughs> always women around. Yep. But you don't do Correct. anything, and you don't do it. But let's start from the beginning, because, like I said, you admitted to being a player and, like, really, like, but, and you were, like, very honest, like I said, very self-aware enough to say that you got hurt, and then you made a point to go out and meet as many many women as you could and then totally fuck them over, right? I mean, that's like you straight up, like you know exactly what you were doing. <laughs> at, the, at the beginning of it all, oh, it was like that. Like I just wanted revenge. Right, um, well, what happened? Start with the two things because there was two devastating things that happened. Should we go from, my, from the beginning of when I figured out I was a player or from the beginning of those relationships? No, the stuff that made you a player. Stuff well, that like made I said you before, a player. Yeah. I, I was raised by five women. So yeah. that was like an edge on every male out there, well, males that didn't, weren't raised by five women. Mm-hmm. Because being in a household of five women since day one, you you figure women out. Right. And, and do you have five, any guys five, in? Like, yeah. do you have any brothers or anything or just no? It was just you with five women. And a sister. Right. Okay, cool. And... And my mom had me at such a young age. She was she got pregnant when she was thirteen, and she had oh, me wow. when she was fourteen. Wow! And that was back in the seventies. I think we're the same age, around the same age. How old so, are you? You know, back then it's forty-three. Uh huh. Okay, cool. Back then, yeah, so, that was hard. That was yeah. like right. And so she lived with her mom still. So you were raised with your grandmother, yeah. right? <clears throat> and then, so all my sisters, or all my I call my sisters, but they're my aunts. Mm-hmm. My grandma were still young in age, so we all kind of grew up together. Hey, let me ask you a quick question. Who, like uh, your dad, right? Your biological father, right. like the one, like, yes, would, yes. was he in your life? Did he ever stay in your no. life? Right. I mean, well, how old was he was at the of, time? Exactly. That's where it gets crazy because he was 21. Oh, wow. Well, when I was 15, I dated a 21-year-old, so. Right. And so my grandpa, my dad, my mom's dad, wanted mm-hmm. to kill him, so he was never around. So, <laughs> right. you know, I, don't, I don't blame him. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine when your daughter is that young, you know, just thinking. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's bad. At, at, yeah, I think it's bad at any age for dads to imagine their daughters having sex with a man. You know, I think they can't even handle it. But right. you're a 13-year-old. Oh, my God. I mean, that's like hardcore. I mean, she was like really... Um, yeah, you know, the yeah. fact that she could even, that's, that she had her period at so young right, age. Yeah, right now, you think about that, would be rape. That guy be in jail. Yeah, that you're right. Yeah, right. Well, how come it wasn't back then? Uh, well, I don't know. It's just, like, yeah, I don't know why. Maybe because they didn't report it or, uh, no, she had to go to the doctor and, like, I mean. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm surprised at no 13 idea. that she even knew, like, what that even meant. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, yeah, and she didn't even know she was pregnant. My that's what I mean, yeah. Aunt, yeah, my aunt told my grandma at the time she's like stop feeding you know my mom oatmeal because she keeps throwing up in the morning and my my grandma was like what and then that's how my grandma figured out that she was pregnant uh, okay and so the guy was 21 so and your your father wanted to kill him so he just didn't stick around at all but he was like in the neighborhood right i'm assuming he lived close by right because they were she was so young so like did you yeah. know him growing up no i've I met him like um, maybe four or five times my whole life. Wow. And he's around. Like he he works like six blocks from my house. Oh really? Like, I know where he works. I know what he looks like. Uh huh. To this but I, day, I have no relationship with him. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you were raised by all women, and so you right. felt like you had a one up on most men because you really knew what made women tick, right? But at the time, right? I didn't know. 
yeah, because I didn't know what it was. Like, I didn't know, like, oh, I'm going to go over here and talk to this woman because I know what's up. I just understood what she was going through or, like, you know, what's going on and what questions to ask. And mm-hmm. just because of growing up with my women and also my uh, my mom, as I call them, mm-hmm. um, they're real strict. Like, they made sure that I was going to be a gentleman no matter what. Right. They wanted you to because, treat women properly, be one of the guys right, that would. <laughs> of what they were going through at the time, they didn't want me to end up with what, the, what those guys were doing. And actually, I ended up with the same, but I wasn't doing it the way they were doing Oh, my it. God. You're helping me because, you know, I have a son now. And, like, I, my whole thing is, like, I always wanted a boy because I want to make him grow up to be a, a you know a good guy that treats women uh-huh. good especially a woman like me that's like kind of like, like a, the kind of woman that most guys don't like you know he's gonna right, like right, be attracted right. to that and i want but i hope he doesn't go the opposite way <laughs> went to the dark yeah i went to the dark side i got all the knowledge and jumped and so okay so yeah. you're raised by all them you you get women very well but you start to date somebody so- your first girlfriend right you know, so in high school, I started figuring this out. I was like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. And, and since it's weird because I like the company of women mm-hmm. better than company of men. Like, I, I like hanging out with women. I don't yeah, know what I, it is, but. Well, like, I think it makes sense. Your whole childhood, like, you had this really, like, and it sounds like you had a good relationship with these women, right? And everything was really no, well. Yeah, yeah. So you were, like, yeah. really taken care of, like, by five women. So you probably, it's probably very natural yes. for you to enjoy that company because that's how you were raised. Yes. So, like, in high school, when, you know, you're starting to become a man, your voice changes and mm-hmm. start growing hair everywhere and. That's when I figured out, wait a minute. And all my friends said, I think you're gay. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, why? They go, because they, they groomed me to be a woman, essentially, if you think about it. Right. Because right. how, how are they going to know to raise a man if there's no man in the house? Right. Uh-huh. And I, I always tell everybody, I'm lucky I learned how to pee standing up, because who was supposed to teach me that? <laughs> That's so funny. On my son, I bring him in the bathroom with me, and he sits down in his little chair, and he watches me put on my makeup. And And I I totally remember doing that with my all my aunts. Like, I can remember putting heels on, and I remember getting ready. Yeah, and then I bring him in my room. Yeah, and then he watches me do everything. Yeah, and I went went through all that with five women. Right. (laughs) And I would know when they got mad. Like, they'd come home crying, and they'd be like, I go, you know, they're talking to somebody, one of their, somebody else, and I'm just sitting there listening like a fly on the wall because I'm only, you know, 9, 10, 11 years old. Yeah. And but, I'm, I'm absorbing all this. Oh, the he didn't, girls don't like when you do this. But yeah, but this like is what's so this. interesting, though, is like you're here to say, because like, you turned out straight, like you're totally straight, right? And it really goes to show that, like, yeah. anybody that thinks, like, oh, you know, people aren't born gay, that someone makes them gay, that that's not really true. Because, like, if anyone then should be gay, it should be you, <laughs> right? I mean, I think correct. some people that were, correct. like, abused, Sometimes that happens, but most people who are gay, they're just born that way. This is just this is the way that it is, you know. Like you were born straight, because if, like you said, your even your friends were like, "Dude, you're gay," because <laughs> like, yeah. Were... And, and 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 like I would always tell them, I was like, if you put me in a room for 24 hours and let a gay dude fuck me in the ass for 24 hours, at the end, I'm still gonna hate it. I'm not gonna be like, oh, right. I enjoy this. Right. I'm gonna hate it every second. Right. So you totally wasn't. You, you're not gay, yeah, right? I, I'm totally straight because I love women. I love the, the sound of their voice. I mm-hmm. love the way they smell. I love their skin. I love, I love women. There's, okay, that, great. That's my problem. 
Okay, a lot of guys love women, but get to like your your problem, quote unquote. <laughs> I don't know if it's a problem, but it became <laughs> okay. like sort of an obsession. Because okay, so get to the first girlfriend, okay? Yeah, yeah. Women. Yeah. So this is a funny story. This is just totally fits in with everything. So my first girlfriend that I lost my virginity to. Mm-hmm. How old were you? Is the girl uh, fourteen? Okay. Is was the girl's best friend that I'm dating now. Oh really? So you're she's she's yes. in your life. She, she, we went to high school together. The girl I'm with now. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh huh. So, so you I'm see the, the girl with. that you lost your virginity with because she's mm-hmm. your friend, your current yes. girlfriend's friend. Well, she's a lesbian now. Oh, interesting. And she's my friend on Facebook, and the girl that I'm with now knows. Just so, her, just obviously. so you know, the guy I lost my virginity with is gay. <laughs> Never know, right? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Yeah. So then that was my first girlfriend. Everything went good. But then you started getting on the relationships, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, and the la- my last girlfriend in high school, I was older. I graduated. And then she graduated and she was like, well, let's move in together. I was like, all right, let's move in together. We were with each other for like um, six months living with each other. Mm-hmm. And I started, and she, she had a job where she wore a uniform all the time. Right. And we used to always get in trouble. We used to always get in fights because I told her I was going to school at the time. I was like, I need clothes. I need to put in a budget for clothes because I wear. I don't have a uniform every day. Mm-hmm. So, long story short, some of my clothes were missing. Like I just bought some jeans. Where are my jeans? Right. Uh, I don't know. So it turned out, and, and how how she worked is she had a split shift. So she would go early in the morning come home at lunch and then leave late at night and then, you know, work. And I would go to school during that daytime and right. then work at night. So we hardly ever see each other. But one day I, I, uh, we had finals. I finished my final early and I went home and a dude was there. Where are my clothes? What do you mean wearing your clothes? Well, didn't he show up yes, with us in his own clothes and then he'd himself. like take them off, screw your girl. And then he put on I your have, clothes. I don't understand. I have no idea. I, I walked, I opened the door and I walked in. He was there and I knew him. I was like, dude, what are you doing? And then he's like, well, I got to tell you something, you know. And he told me that he was with my girl and she's moving out and he's moving in with him. And She's moving out. Was, he was the one that, t- and so she was, she was, that was the truth. She left you for that guy. Yep. Wow. And now did you have any idea besides the clothes thing? Like no. what was the deal? And, cause you're say supposedly, okay, that you're so in touch with women and stuff. So like, cause I talk about this a lot of my podcasts, right? So just hear me out that right. I really believe that men and women cheat for different reasons. And a lot of times, most of the time, what I think a woman cheats is when her needs are not being met. Right. And here you are a self-proclaimed playa who knows women right. so well. Right. So how the hell right. did you miss well, that? At the time, I, I wasn't. That was like the beginning of it. That's before I turned to the dark side. That's before everything started. <laughs> like, wait the dark a side. Okay, go you on. Know, so that's before it, it kind of clicked. Like, wait a minute. Oh, I, the reason why she said we broke up is because I was never there. But I couldn't be there because we, our schedules didn't match. Yeah, but that but it, that is the problem. That is going to be a yes. problem. It's not saying you yes. did that by like because you yes. didn't want to see her. I mean, it was just it's an unfortunate thing that happened to you guys. I've had people on my show before which had unfortunate circumstances like that. You know, and you a woman's like I say it all the time, she's not like a potted plant. You just can't feed her once a, a week and expect her to be okay, you know. Women need a lot more than that. So she went and found a guy she could see a lot more than you, and she left yes. you, and that really made yes. you mad. But then something else and, happened to you. And at, at the time, too, at the time, um, 
since we went to high school together, we had, like, mutual friends. Right. And I told her, I was like, I'm not going to, since, you know, my, my mom's always told me don't talk ill about somebody. Don't, yeah. you know. So I said, I'm not going to tell anybody what happened. As far as I'm concerned, we just broke up. You've been our special agent. Right. I'm not going to talk bad about you. Mm-hmm. And then she started saying I was cheating on her. Are you she told s- everybody, all our friends, to this day, our friends are like, yeah, I heard you cheated on her. And I'm like, no. That's not what really happened. Oh, forget her. Okay, so she was. Yeah. You, you guys were young, though. Who cares? Okay, so yeah, the yeah. next. I was, what, not even twenty years. Yeah, exactly. She was young too. That's like young, yeah. stupid drama that we all go through. But correct, then correct. the next girl or whatever. Get to the second. Yes, it thing was. That it was the next you. girl. Okay, the next girl. It was the next girl. I was. It was at my job. Mm-hmm. You know those work relationships. Yeah. Um. She was totally different from the first girl. Mm-hmm. And it's like one of the first girls I dated that wasn't in a high school with us. And she's from, you know, California. And, oh, mm-hmm. somebody new, somebody fresh. Anyway, we started dating. Everything was going good. She knew I was hurt and what the ex-girlfriend did to me. And uh, about a year, year and a half into it, I think it was about almost two years into it, I asked her to marry me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, sure, I'll marry you. Well, mm-hmm. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. So, like. It was like the second day after I asked her to marry me. We at the at the time we were in two different apartments. So you, this is two years, right? You're with your two years. After, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we had two different apartments, and I was just getting ready to, you know, move in with her. But we were at her house almost all the time. Mm-hmm. So I had a schedule where I worked later, and then I would go home, get what I had to do, and then go to her house. Mm-hmm. Well, this time I did the same exact thing I did every time. Went to her house, our house. The door was locked, like mm-hmm. the screen door. I'm like, well, I'm knocking on pounding, knocking on the door, pounding, nothing. Pounding, pounding, and find this guy opens the door. It's her baby's, one of the, her uh, baby's daddies was in there. With her? Yes. And he didn't have a, he didn't have a shirt on. And she was upstairs in the bedroom. She's saying, who is it? Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, I don't know who this is. And, and I have flowers. I was bringing her flowers. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and my like, God. How embarrassing. And like, I'm so-and-so. And I'm like, and when he said his name, I was like, Yours, what's the name's dad? And he was like, Yeah, you know, me and what's your name are starting to start a relationship now. I'm like, And then she walked out to the top of the stairs and she seen me and I seen her and she was like, mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. And I gave him the flowers. So I was like, Okay, okay, now right, how did you miss so, that one? Good news, Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. I have no idea how I missed that one. Uh, well, I knew that she was talking to me. If they have kids from another dad, you're going to have to talk to him. Yeah. Like, you can't say, no, you can't talk to of that course, guy. Of course, of course, of course. And that still bothers me now with my new girlfriend. She has a kid from another guy. And because of my past, that it, it messes me up. 
Right, anyway, you get a little we'll right. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll get to that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. she cheats on you too. I mean, that listen. I think that it's a little bit more rare for women to cheat than men. So I feel like you. You mean most men haven't been cheated on? A lot of men have, right? Most right, women right, right, have right. been cheated on because most guys cheat. So it's a kind of crazy that you had two in a row. But I, I think that they thought I was weak. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think they mm-hmm. thought since I was so metrosexual and I was so attentive and I was so like right you know when you're young I say this a lot like yeah. girls like to be treated like shit you know and I think they when do. you get they yeah they totally do. do no 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 but what that's 20 to 30 and then after 30 and once they get older it's very different but you know in their 20s when you're young and like they want drama oh and they want nonsense to keep them interested they don't want like yes. a good guy yet not many I mean and some that, people that do has to go with, but that that's has to go with the player status too now that I'm dating older well I was dating older women mm-hmm. the whole now because the women now I'm dating or I was dating was were uh, older and they already had their kids they already right. got divorced mm-hmm. and they just want to have fun now mm-hmm. and they already have their own money they have their own careers mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a whole different Ball game. Scene. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's stick to the chronological order of where okay. we're at in your life. So, so this one, so she, I mean, you were going to marry her, right? That must be devastating, yeah. especially because it's the same yeah. thing. I don't know how you, you've ever, tr- like, you'll ever trust a woman again. <laughs> well, it took until now. You're right. That was when I was 22, 23. Right, I get it. So you decide after that, basically, you said it, that you were going to. I was going to pay back all the women for what I was feeling. I never in my life wanted to feel that gut feeling that when your heart drops and your mm-hmm. stomach just falls and you're like, ah, like mm-hmm. I told myself, I'm never going to feel that way again. And I'm going to hurt as many women as I can <laughs> to have them feel that way. So, right. Even, even though these girls did nothing to you, you didn't want to get yes. revenge on the two girls that had cheated on you. You want to get revenge on all just random well, women. They would, they would be expecting it. They would be expecting it. They'd be like, oh, you know, you never, it would never be like how I felt. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, though, surprised. that that was like, so it was like a conscious decision. I think a lot of people have a subconscious sort of thing going on where they're doing that. But for you, it was conscious, right? Like you actually said in your mind, like, I'm going to go get revenge on just random women and make them feel, even though they yeah, did was, nothing well, to you. Later, it was like, you know, a, a while later after I thought that after the, the hurt wore off and off, you know, I started thinking about it. And then I'm like, you know what? It's going down. Right. And then, you, and then how did you get, how did you become successful in that mission? So, so that was my first thought. Like, mm-hmm. I was the douchebag. Mm-hmm. When I that, that's the whole girls say, oh, that guy's a douche. That, that's why I was like the first year, year and a half of the player thing. Mm-hmm. And then I started, it started evolving and I'm like, you know what? I don't know what it was, but it was like something that clicked in my head. Like, I don't want them to do that to my, my grandma or my aunts. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want that mm-hmm. to happen to them. You know, some, I don't know what it was, but something clicked. Like, I can't be doing that anymore. I can't be the, the douchebag that I was. Like, I would pick up the girls, have sex with them, and literally, like, fuck you, I'm out of here. Don't ever call me again. Right. You or were obviously pick, hurt. Uh huh. Yes, yes. And doing that, like, picking up girls. So anybody could pick up a girl, like, if you really tried. You didn't have to have any kind of player. Any kind of, you know, go to the bar, buy a girl a drink. She's a little buy, drunk. Go home. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have any. But there's different, like, levels and statuses of women that not the normal Jill could have. Right. Mm-hmm. So I started thinking, I want to I up my level, up my game, but I'm not going to treat them 
the way I was treating them at the end. So what I, what I figured out is a true player mm-hmm. doesn't admit that he's a player. Right. A true player, the one the women he's with will never ever feel played. Right. Of course. Ever. Of They'll course. Always come back. They'll he, always come back, and he's in his in their eyes, he's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, that's also like so maybe I, sometimes a womanizer. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think there's yeah. a difference. I actually think players are guys that fuck a lot of girls and they treat them like shit and don't really care about relationships. And I think womanizers are guys that fuck a lot of girls but actually really like them and like their companionship, but they're still as unavailable as the players are. So I think you might be more a womanizer because you actually but, like women. Yes. I, I guess you could say I'm a I don't know. I don't like the, the womanizer. I don't like to. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't know if I'm right. That's just how it is. It, you know, that's how right, I right, have right. it categorized in my head, you know. So anyway, you categorize, you you sort of label yourself as a player. But now you want, you want to be nicer because you actually like the women. But you still want to get a lot of women, right? But you want to keep them and actually be cool with them. Yes, yes. And that, then you, a, that, yeah. That was the main thing. Mm-hmm. So in this journey, I figured out there's a lot of things that I didn't. I didn't know about that I couldn't talk to women about that I wanted to be with. Like if I see a, a beautiful woman at the bar and she has, you know, she's attractive and she's got the heels and the nice watch and the jacket and the briefcase and she's drinking wine. You know, the way I was, I couldn't walk up to her and be like, hey girl, what's, what's, what's up? What are you I had to, you know, I had to approach her in a way where she didn't feel intimidated that, hey, this guy's, you know, I'll talk to this guy, mm-hmm. but I, I I had nothing in common with those those women like that. Okay. So I, in my mind, I was like, I have to up my game. So I I went to dance classes, like ballroom, tap, um, cha cha. <laughs> I, I, I I did. And then what I went, girl uh, wants a cha cha with you? Exactly. Well, you know, the girl doesn't want to go. If you know how to dance, you will dance all night. But most guys don't want to dance. Exactly, it's true. And if you know how to dance, you're a group of girls. Will go, hey, you go on the dance floor and you're dancing all night. Right, exactly. And mm-hmm. then the girl's eyes like, man, that, that guy is cool. He danced all night with us. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you know how to dance, then you can't do that. Right. Totally. Okay. So you took to tons of dance classes. Dance classes. I took etiquette classes. I uh-huh. took wine classes. I took um, what else? I read a lot of books on picking up women, which are a bunch of garbage. Mm-hmm. Like you can't learn that from a book. Like there's so many different angles into a woman. There's no way you could say you know concrete. This is A, B, C, and D, and you're fucking at D. There's no way. Right. It's 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 too deep than that. So I just wanted to figure out, you know, what what else was out there and what other people's approaches were on it. And and like there's there's one thing that I picked up and it it works it works well. Like okay, so a man goes to buy cologne. To say I'm going to Macy's to buy cologne. Mm-hmm. I spray cologne and I what I what I like smells good, right? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh, this smells good. So if another guy walks by has that same cologne on, I'm thinking, man, he smells good. Mm-hmm. I don't want to attract men. Mm-hmm. So I started thinking even deeper into it. I'm like, women perfume is what turns me on. So mm-hmm. if I'm looking at a man and thinking he smells good. A woman is going to smile at another woman and think, man, she smells good because mm-hmm. it's a woman's perfume. Mm-hmm. So for a, a long time, I was wearing women's perfume. <laughs> and did you get any looks or do you think it actually yeah. helped you? No. 
I think because, you know, how perfume smells different on everybody, like it's the same perfume. I think since I was a male, I think the, the perfume didn't smell like perfume, but it, they they liked it. Like, I always got compliments on how I smelled. Do you oh. think it smelled different than, but, did it smell masculine on you? Because, you, you know, you have masculine no. hormones mixing I, with yeah, it. I think, I think it kind of did. But then I started thinking about it even more. I went a step further. I was like, so, quick story. I ripped this girl's panties. I told her I'd buy her some more. Ended up in Victoria's Secrets. Mm-hmm. All women in that store. Very few men in that store. Mm-hmm. All women, right? They have cologne. Mm-hmm. So I started thinking, wait a minute, this is the smell that women want to smell, a male cologne that's made by women. Right, because so it was in Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret right. cologne for men. Mm-hmm. Every time I wear it, always always a compliment. Man, you smell good. Man, you smell good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You smell good. Thank you. Really? So, like, so women like it. Yes. Okay, and do you I remember the, the names first... in case people want to go out and buy it? Or is it just the only cologne that they have? No, no, I think it's, I think it's Love. Love? Oh, my God, model. that's so hilarious. It's something, I can't remember. It's, it's Let a me black ask you this. When a... you bring the girls back to your house, would you hide this stuff? <laughs> or you'd no, let them my, see? My, my your house. perfume and your my, Victoria's Secrets yeah, I cologne? Yeah, leave it out. Right, okay. But, my, but again, my, I'm metrosexual, so my house is spotless clean right mm-hmm. like i'm just not leaving stuff on the counter you know it's not pee all over the toilet or hair in the sink i mean right mm-hmm. it, 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 it's together okay but I, I think that's when you first meet a girl that's the first contact before you even smell or talk to each other is the smell i think smell i've always believed in smell i think smell is very important it's slightly manipulative and you should use it to your advantage like to me like every time i've broken up with a boyfriend like i had one boyfriend very early on when i was like in my early 20s who wore that eternity calvin klein eternity that was like Mm -hmm. the thing that everyone wore at the time and like after we broke up like if i was in a movie theater and someone in the next row was wearing that it would i would think about my ex boy it, it would, would make trigger. me and it would make me so angry but i was like this is so manipulative so i started to like i have always been somebody who people always comment on my smell because i load up on it because i want people to think about me when they're not with me so i feel like when they smell my perfume on somebody else or someplace they will have <laughs> to think of me it's the same shit like you were thinking <laughs> See, it's very manipulative exactly and i believe same. everyone should do that you should really create a scent that is all your own that somebody really yeah. likes that and then because whenever they're not with you and they smell that they'll think of you it's a nice trigger yes and mm-hmm. you don't even have to talk to the girl i mean you could just sit next to them and they in their mind like, smell good and if, mm-hmm. if they're family they'll be like Man, you smell good Exactly, but if they'll remember you by it, and then they smell it, they may remember you. I mean, it is there is a little bit like you know. They didn't even have to know your name, but they're gonna remember the smell. Doctor guy has been on my um, podcast a lot. He's a guy who I dated at some time, and we're actually really good friends. And whenever I see him and hang out with him, he's always all over me. He's very cuddly. He, you know, he's always trying to bang me. I don't sleep with him anymore. But when I see him, I let him (laughs) sit close and to hold my hand and touch me because he's it's why not? I don't you know what's the harm? And he's hot, right? So last time he did that, this is about the smell. 
after he left my he was really he was like he burns the candle at both ends work hard play hard he was falling asleep on my couch and i said why don't you go into my bedroom and take a nap before you go out because he was going out to meet some girls and he went and he's like can you cuddle with me i'm like sure i'll come in and cuddle with you so we're like laying on my bed and he got all no we never yeah we spooned a little bit and whatever we talked and then he left but after he left I was I had his smell all over my hair and I kind of like liked it. It reminded me of his house and when we dated and like I left it for hours and smelled it and it was like really nice. Like it made me feel good. It reminded me of being with him and stuff like and so that's how powerful smell is like and I told him the next day I'm like I didn't even like wash my hair that night because I wanted to smell it. I liked it like it reminded me of that time. And I've always told always told guys that if you want to pick a girl you got to smell nice. So important. Yeah. Some guys don't even give a shit about it. it. No, but you have to have your own. You have to have like a scent. You know what I mean? You have to have something that is like very you that somebody would remember you by. I think so. But let's move on. I might cut this out of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So what were we saying? Okay. So the smell. No, so you went. You started to do all this kind of stuff to really get in the head. You took, you wanted, you you started wearing perfume. Like everything that you were doing at this point in your life was to get girls, right? You were a little fixated because the fact that you're taking dance, like everything that you're doing, it's like you're not really like planning your career. Totally you're planning like how to get girls. Really, that's really Correct. what you were, I right. Was consumed in every every waking thought was how am I going to bang the next hot chick? How am right. I going to? And how like are you going to do that? Right. And how, what you could do to make that actually better. You took the dance. Yeah. Let's just go down the list in case some guys want to try this crazy shit that you did. So you took lots of dance class and like, okay, you did the smell thing. We explained that. What's the well, other things but, but that you've before done? That, before that, in high school, I used to be in a boy band. Okay. Okay. But forget <laughs> in boy, in high school, you got cheated on by two girls. So let's not listen to what you did in high school. Okay. It didn't work for you. Okay, so let's listen. But I knew to... how to dance. It wasn't like I didn't know how to dance. Right. Okay. Cool. Like so I, I had a rhythm. You know, I was. I wasn't like goofy out there. Yeah, we don't care. Okay, so you took classes. So obviously, you wanted to really know how to dance all like kinds cha-cha, of different ways. Salsa, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. dance. You know, you see you see people at the at the club, and you're like, damn, look at those people dancing, and you're like, so now I could be that person. Right. Okay. So you did the dancing. You did. The like, What's the I... third thing? Give me some more stuff that you did. Like the wine classes, like you step you step up to a woman and she's drinking wine and you're like, what kind of wine are you drinking? You can tell a lot from that. Like, is it white? Is it red? Is it a reasoning? Is it a? I know you were asking me what kind of stuff. You asked me a lot of questions before. We're going to go over that. Um, but so you took right. wine classes. Let's go down the list first. Because took... I wanted to talk. You, you wanted know, to be able to talk I'll... about things with a girl if you're hitting her up in a bar. Yes. yes. And most girls drink wine. Right. You asked me. I was never a wine drinker, so I'm like, I don't drink. First of all, I don't I, drink. I, I pictured you a wine drinker. Yeah, no, not at different. all. From listening to podcast, I, I I pictured you a wine drinker. Yeah, like, no, not at all. A cab or something. Maybe if I was a drinker now, that's what I would drink because I'm a different person now than when I was drinking. You know, maybe that's why you think that. But I don't drink at all, um, and I was never a wine drinker. But um, so you took wine classes so that you would have some. Also, the, yeah. And before this, you always have your uh, your guests rate themselves one to ten. Yeah. Uh huh. What are you? Uh, I'm I'm like a six, like a strong six. <laughs> Is there such a thing? So you're saying like uh, a strong six means like you're maybe, almost a maybe seven? Maybe a six and a half, but no, no, no. Like maybe a six and a half, but I'm like a solid six. A solid six? So That's with, not so great. Is that what you're no, trying to say? No, so with, my, with my personality, 
in my humor, mm-hmm. I'm like a 10, 11, 12. Easy. Yeah, well, a lot of guys have that. That's the difference between men and women. Women go more for like yes. personality and stuff than looks yes. a lot of times. Like guys, yes. I think some like, guys understand no that. Am I, yeah. Am I like a big old hunk? Nah. Uh huh. The regular dude, and that I think that's that's you get in further because that's just a regular guy. Like you, a woman is a handsome guy, blonde hair, blue eyes, all cut and buff. She knows that she keeps with him. He's gonna cheat on her. Everybody wants that guy. Yeah, that was like Dr. Guy. He was like very good looking. And the problem. Yeah, the problem was too many. Girls would like hit on him when I was with him and he wasn't like looking at other people. They would like zoom and they would see him from across the bar and like come over and just start like, I mean, everyone wanted. The more normal normal you look, the better chances you have. You're harmless. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, so, but that's not a tactic. That's not a tactic you did. So you're like a so what you're trying to say. I just like try to think of it with my podcast, like oh people are going to be listening to it, some guys, and they're going to maybe want to learn from you, right? Because it's yeah, not, yeah, okay, okay. yeah. So, so stick to that because if you're not a six, you're not a six. But you're just trying to tell people that if you are a six, it could work for you. It's not about looks with women, and that's very true. I agree with. That. I would say I wouldn't want to be a ten. I just want to be. I want to be who I am. Okay, who I mean, cares about that? that. Anyway, well, okay, you didn't want to just be who you are. You took all kinds of classes. You, I mean, stop but, with that. I mean, the way I look. I want to look the way I look. Right, I right. I never want to change anything. Right, like you're myself, fine with the way that day. you look. Right. Yeah. Okay. And I started working out because I was a little chubby. I started working out a lot of the way. Working mm-hmm. out gives you that confidence. I think the main thing is confidence. Right, Girls totally. can feel that. If you step up to a girl and you have this extreme amount of confidence, they, they like that. They feed off of that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if you go up and you're all shy and... You know, okay, but what I'm about the gone. outfits? Wait, stop. What about the outfits that you said you used to wear? You used to wear bow ties and fedoras. I mean, I think this is why people thought you were gay. No, because I think you're thinking like a, a fedora like Indiana Jones. Right. <laughs> it doesn't look like that. It's just a different kind of hat. So you just dressed really well. Okay. Besides yes. the dance so classes. Thought I was gay. You took etiquette classes. Come on. Didn't you say that? Yeah, I did. And I what? wanted to learn how to eat. Like if I was in a fancy restaurant with a girl, mm-hmm. I want to know what fork is the, the salad fork and what fork is the dinner fork. I want to know. You want to know how to cut a steak like a man. Let me tell yeah. you, the biggest turnoff to me, I'm a foodie, right? And if I go out to dinner with a guy and we're eating steaks, then he holds his fork and knife like improperly. I think it's really bad. See? For real. And see, if he exactly, chews with see? his mouth open, yes. I don't like yes. that. <laughs> See, I told you, and most guys don't, they, in our minds, we don't think that. Like, I'm, oh, there's a steak. Oh, I'm going to eat this up. Mm-hmm. They're not thinking about the girl, the person. If you're going to date, you're in a job interview. Is you going to get the job or you're not? Yeah, some girls don't care, point. though. Some girls don't care as much, you know, most, but some but girls do. on certain things. Mm-hmm. Certain girls pick up on certain things. So you got to be on your game on all things. Right, because you wanted to pick up all girls, so you had to do you had to do the etiquette classes for the girls like me who are into that shit. You had to do the wine tasting classes for the girls who are into wine. You had to do the dance classes for the party girls. You wanted to do the pickup women thing just to maybe give you more information, right? You said you became a metrosexual because to pick up girls, but like, do you or did you really become a metrosexual because you the, the way you were raised? I think it was a little bit of both. I mean, I, I was raised mm-hmm. like a woman, so I had to be kind of a little metrosexual. But after I, you know, I graduated, graduated college, and I got my own place and stuff, it just it just carried on with me. And mm-hmm. I was like, wait, maybe I am a little metrosexual. And they're right. like, how are you not? You're you're almost gay. You got right. What, what, what bachelor house has 
you know, <laughs> go clean house and you're right. tucking your shirt in. Right. And, and so you like, would, oh, yeah. but wait, so you right. would say that you would like really keep tabs on women and you would write oh, stuff down and God. you remember, right? Like, and that would be like your this, thing. I used to have this black book. It's funny because it's a black book, but it was mm-hmm. a sketchbook mm-hmm. because I was, I went to um, art school. Mm-hmm. So I always had this sketchbook and it was before iPhones had the notes and before, you know, you can just carry a laptop and mm-hmm, say, excuse me, mm-hmm. and open up your laptop. When I would meet you by oh, that's another big thing. you got to remember people's names. Mm-hmm. Biggest <laughs> thing is remember people's names. Well, Even listen, most guys, second. come on, but listen, most guys, I mean, it's how hard is it to remember one or two girls' names? I mean, how many girls were you with that you had to remember it was hard for you to remember their names? Well, you have to, because... Okay, let me try and get this get through with it. So you, I meet you at the bar. Hey, how you doing? I'm Don. Hey, how you doing? And I see you. And then we don't fuck or anything that night, but I got the seed planted. Next mm-hmm. time I see, so and I, I talk to you for maybe a couple seconds. Hey, you doing? What are you drinking? And you know, mm-hmm. some water. Okay. So then the next time I go to the same bar and mm-hmm. I see you, I was like, hey, so and so, you still drinking the water, huh? And then mm-hmm. your mind's like, damn, you remember what I was drinking? And he remembered. You know, even if I don't want to fuck you, you're going to put a good word into me, for me, for all your friends. You so think? You get your friend when, yeah, so your friend comes to you the next time, the third time we're at the bar, and I walk up to you again and say, hey, you drink water again? You're like, oh, no, hey, here's my friend. Right, so what you're saying is because you remember things, it's like more personal. It really seems like you're And that's what I used to write down in in the book. Mm -hmm. Not not the girl that I was was with, but the girls that were potentially going to be with. Right. The girls that you were with, you were just remember because you liked them. You didn't have yeah. to write it down. <laughs> I would hope. And, and like there was, you could only have five girls at a time. Mm-hmm. Like, not like sexually, but like on your list at a time. You have right. one main one that you spend all your time with. Mm-hmm. And then you have four other ones, four side chicks. Right, the but you definitely, one, I mean, you did, let's not disappoint, okay? Like, I'm hoping that you fucked a lot of them too, right? Like, you're not one of these guys that's like, oh, I just want them to like, like, I had my last guy from last week. I'm going to post it this week, probably. Like, literally was like, he didn't like to screw any girls. Like, he had this thing. I'm just saying, like, all of this sort of classes you took and everything. I mean, you were getting laid like crazy, right? And it goes back to when I was. The answer is yes, right? Yeah, tell you. Oh, okay, good. But (laughs) the reason why I'm not married and I don't have any kids is because it goes back to my mom's when I turned. 13, my aunt used to bring bags of rubbers home. 30 or 40 rubbers in a bag. Here you go. I don't want to know. Here you go. I don't want to know. I give them to all my friends. I always have rubbers. So I always practice safe sex. I've never not had sex without a rubber until with my girlfriend now. Right. Okay. They wanted to make sure that you didn't have a baby like your mom. Right. They were really good. Because I don't trust women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't trust women, so I wasn't going to have sex without a rubber. Mm-hmm. So you always practice safe sex, but you had, you said. Yeah, but I, I, I had a lot of sex. You, so all those girls, okay. you, you, all those five other girls, oh. you would have one main girl, four side girls, but and you would be sleeping with all of them. Would these girls get upset with you because, yes. like, they thought you were their boy? Like, I mean. Well, if you're good, they don't. Right. Well, they would they? they? So were you were that good? Hell yeah, I was that good. That's why I'm calling in. 
Because <laughs> you're teaching guys. I, I mean, I'm try. I'm always trying to think the angle of this call and how I'm going to title it. Is this like Don Juan tells you how to, you know, the, with the art of no, picking up women? No, not necessarily. How is that? It, it, it is possible, and you don't want to be the douchebag. That's the e- main thing. You but don't also, be I think it's very important that you're a six, right? You're a solid six. Like, a, here's a guy who's a six, right? Who was able right. to have like the Playboy life? Kinda. Some of the most beautiful women ever. Even my buddies are like, "Damn, how'd you do that? Damn!" Mm-hmm. You know, you, and you don't say that. You're like, "Ah, oh, she's a nice girl." You don't say, "Ah, oh, you know, I did this," because you don't want to. Okay, so the rule, yeah, the, the book of wand, yeah. The, the, the number one rule in that book is never ever talk about you being a player because that's douchey. It's douchey to the girls and it's douchey to your friends. Totally. Your buddies want to hear all the girls you fuck, but they don't want to be like, damn, that dude, that's gross. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It, it, around men, they're like, hey, yeah, he fucked this girl, he fucked that girl, but after a while, it's like, damn, that's what he does with fuck girls. And then they tell their friends, and then their friends tell their friends. And, and then you're you're you you're labeled. Label. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So you never, ever, ever, that's Fight Club. Okay, that's a rule. Another one is you got to be nice to everybody. Number two, you got to be nice to everybody, mm-hmm. no matter who it is, because eventually they're going to work for you. They're going to get their friend, their aunt, their whoever it is, you're going to bang them. Uh-huh. Even if it's not, I'm going to bang you, you're going to say, man, that dude's cool. Okay, well, let friend. me just ask you real quick, because this is what I'm thinking in my head while you're talking. Like, okay, these are, sometimes people are just this way naturally, right? But are you saying that, like, you want to, like, you're sitting there, and even if you want to be truthful and maybe be mean to somebody or maybe you're angry about something, that you hold it in and you just act phony nice to everybody? Yes. <laughs> you have to. It's a job. I told you. You're, you're totally honest. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bar. If you got me in the bar and you were asking me the questions you asked me before and you were like, no, no, no. and the I was saying rude shit no, to you no. and you were still being nice to me, I would see right no. through it. How would you, why would you say something rude to me though? Because I'm kind of crass. Because if you started, okay, let's, why don't you start asking me the questions and I'm going to answer them and I want to see what you come up with, right? Because, and I'll tell you truthfully if you're right, because you have a way of questioning but a you woman, can't do right? That. It's, no, because you're, right now, you're already on the edge. I can't just come up to you. Like, no, 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 but you were asking like me the questions before. Be like, no, you were asking me the questions before and you said, because you asked me very random questions and I'm like, where is this going? And you're like, this is tells me something. So I want to, I want you to ask me the questions and then I want to see what it told you. And I'll tell you if you're right. <laughs> you can't do that because you already know what I'm going to ask and you already know. Uh, yeah, but we could, right, but. in a bar drinking yeah. and waiting for a friend to show up mm-hmm. and I just talk there. You're not, you're not thinking, oh, my God, this guy's going to come pick me up. No, but, okay, but you, you were like, asking me the questions anyway. These are the questions you I, asked me. I'm just going to go through it, okay, because I want to see why you asked. I want to give an example of the questions that you ask, and I want to okay. give an example of what you what you take from that. But those them. questions I was asking were for me, not for you. Like, they were for me to figure out if I wanted to uh, talk to you the rest of the night. If not, then see you later. What do you mean the rest of the night? There you know so me from my pocket. No, 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 no. Okay, you were at, you asked me if I wore braces. Can you tell me why you would ask somebody that? Well, I'll ask you because I can't see you. Okay, but I so you want to know if I have nice I teeth? Like, Man, you have pretty teeth. Do you have okay. Do you ever have braces? Oh, no, these are natural. Oh, yeah, I have braces my whole life. My, you know, because if you have braces, that means your family, you weren't poor. 
Okay. Oh, okay. So then the second question was, what kind of wine do you drink? The third question was, what kind right. of... Right. And if you said, if you, yeah. said you didn't have braces, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't, I wouldn't have asked what kind of wine you drink. I would say, what's your the best alcoholic, you know, alcoholic beverage, adult beverage that you like? Why? You, know you think I mean? that people like, that could afford braces drink wine and people that can't afford braces drink hard liquor? <laughs> okay. If you want to get your son braces now, that's five grand. Mm-hmm. Not everybody has five grand for their kids' braces. And if you do, you're not... Okay, but what does that have to do with that kid, whether what that kid's going to drink when they're older? No, but I'm saying a lot of a lot of people can't afford braces. Okay, but what does it have to do with what they drink? Because you were, you were raised in a wealthier family. You're not drinking the, the crap that normal people are drinking. You're drinking wine. You're not drinking... Oh, my God. I drank tequila tequila and vodka, and I was raised in a place that was... My family was able to afford braces. Always top shelf, but I'm a girl. You have to understand women... women You have to understand, dude, women aren't paying for their drinks, so it doesn't really go by... That's why I want to know where you're at, because if 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 I'm paying drinks all night and I ain't fucking you, I'm out. Right. Okay, but let's go back to your being fake, because I think this is kind of funny. So the point is, yes, you have to be fake. Even if you're angry at someone, even if you don't feel like being nice, like, you put it on. It's it's an act, is what you're saying. It's not like you are this way. I accept you, and and you're being, you know, hey, well, first of all, I I know you. I I don't think I accept you like a normal guy. I'd have to have some kind of background, you know, some in from one of your friends or something. No, I just, just think that, come on. I think let, I would walk yeah, yeah. Up and be like, hey. Right. Not that, that I'm just complicated. I also am very perceptive, right? It's actually like I see through people. So I feel like that's why I was okay. asking you whether it was phony or not, or if you're just if that I, if way. I, if I walked up to you, if I walked up to you and you're, you're by yourself drinking, mm-hmm. is that the, what's the scenario? You're, you're there by yourself drinking or something? Yeah, I don't drink. I'm at a bar, but I'm drinking water. Okay, so I walk up to you and I'm and I see you, so I, I, I scoop it out for a little bit. I'm just not going to be walking. Right, so you see me, I'm by myself at a bar and I'm drinking out. water. With another man. No, I'm there. there by myself drinking water, you. okay? Right. At so a I bar. And I'm, I'm like, I walk up to you and I'm like, I get my tab, because mm-hmm. I've been drinking down the, on the other side of the bar. Mm-hmm. I tell the bartender, can I have my tab? And I'm right next to you. You smile at me. Mm-hmm. Boom. And I say, I look at you and I say, hey, what's up? And either you're going you're gonna to say, what's up? You're going to be like, What's it to you? Or in, in those first couple of seconds, you know, right, lady, she's attracted to you, or if you're going to, it's going to be a battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with me, it's always a battle. <laughs> I'm right, not so very I'm open saying. to so, just. So I, so I yeah. say, how you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you going to say? Uh, great. Great. All right, mm-hmm. and then I'm trying to my tablet, like, well, I'm on my way out. Can I get you drinks? And, and I say, no, I know. don't drink. I'm just, I, no, I don't drink. Okay, I'm done. I'm around here often. I'll see you later. Okay, bye. <laughs> and that's it. But but we met each other. That's mm-hmm. the first step. Mm-hmm. And I can see you again at that same bar. I walk up to you and be like, "Hey, how's it going?" Okay, walk away. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the girl who picks it's me. It's not. not it's the, the problem is not the the but problem to, that I'm having to, with you. To, listen to, to me. Okay, me. listen. Okay, the problem that I'm focusing on is not about what you're actually saying or what you're doing. Okay, it's that you're being phony that's all that yes. there, there has to be some yes. girls that have called you out but and they realize that you're yes. not as nice as you're acting yeah they do of course they do you know how many women are out there though 
I know. So that's what I'm just saying that a lot of girls probably call you out or like you're, this is bullshit Not because it is kind of, it's like, fake. What, what would you call me out on? I just asked you if you want to drink and you say you don't drink. Because okay, it's all of it. No, like I would how be able to. How come I can't be. Oh, right here, this is what I would call you out on. Like, we're like oil and water. We're already arguing, and I'm not even in person with you. Like, if this is what we were doing in real life, I would be like, we don't get along. Do you understand? I've had this and issue. And then you'll see me again, and you'll be like, hey, what's up? And I'm no, like, hey, I'd be like, that's the irritating guy <laughs> that's like cutting me off and doesn't agree with anything I say. I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand? You're, because we're talking about it. No, but you're def- like, right. But I'm just saying that like, um, I'm just trying, I'm just just saying the whole, like you're, you're very, what I like about you is you're very honest with your stuff and you're very like, and you admit, like I loved when you I said, was, is it phony? And you said, yes. Like it's a total phony bullshit. So all I'm saying is that when a girl, cause when it's phony, right? Like, and girls pick up on it. You just move on. I'm assuming to somebody else. You kind of need girls that aren't really aware. Well, you can't get it. You can't get away with that with, I think older women, or maybe you can, because they're kind of desperate sometimes. I don't know. Yes. And plus like, well, at first I didn't do this, but later on, like four or five years into it, I would tell him I'm going to date you for like two, three months and then we're done. You're going to have okay, to but tell then, me your so life. I'm sorry. Wait, so wait, this wait, is, wait, wait, you wait, just, wait. that goes against your rule. Wait, so if you're going to have the time of your life for two or three months, then we can proceed. If not, then it's not worth it. Okay, but that goes against your rule. Isn't that the rule of, like, not telling a girl you're a player? Like, isn't that basically not, telling a girl a you're a player? You're saying I'm going to screw you for two months and then I'm going to leave. What does that mean? What is that? What is that? For, for two three months, we're going to go to the best concerts. Okay, but that is showing your cards. That's kind of showing a girl that you're not really, like, a Prince Charming. <laughs> coming to woo her but they think i am way. but they think i am They're, you're so wrapped up into it you're like oh okay i'll do it i wouldn't be maybe this is i think that this is tactics for younger women and well, maybe no, desperate no, no. i don't why? know why no no you know why you wouldn't do it why because i'm not trying to fuck you right now okay i'm no if i've had guys bar, like you i've had guys like you i know the deal listen i'm way old i'm even older than you and i've been around the block i fucked a lot of guys and i was a player as a woman so i totally get it. you can't play a player okay every guy has told me you're five steps ahead of me that's the problem with you guys don't like me because i'm too smart <laughs> so it doesn't work okay to go on to the girl down the down the bar stool two from me that's drinking okay it's gonna help you with her be, because girls drink be. and they get a little drunk and then you could take advantage of them but i'm not drunk okay so he's it doesn't you're work getting mad? No, not at all. You know why you're you're trying to argue with me on it? I argue with everyone. Do you listen to my podcast? Because I do because you realize I probably could fuck you. Oh my god, you're like delusional. <laughs> what happened? What happened? You're delusional. You what made happened? me laugh? I don't know. Is that what you're trying to do? I think and that is the first thing. If you can make a girl laugh, you're in. Yeah, but if I think on some level you actually believe that, and that would make me feel like you're like psychotic, and that would be irritating. <laughs> so you couldn't get me, but I'm a lot older, and I'm not. I love being alone. So for me, I only will be with a guy if I really like him. So this is like I think that this works for women that are young. Okay, this whole player thing. This is all I'm saying. I don't really promote people being phony and like fake to get women i think it's a dysfunction and it came from you being hurt really bad right by two girls yeah. eventually when you had f- and you fucked over a lot of women because so on some level it was coming from like not that good of a place okay and i don't know what right so i don't think that that's 
that great, right? So I'm at in, the beginning it was, but at, at, later on I, I didn't I didn't fuck him over because I wanted to fuck him again and again and again and again. Right, but then eventually you met a girl, right, who really changed your life, and you dated her, and now you're back to being like who you probably always were before well who you always were listen i acted out and i was like really slutty and i was really terrible with guys and a lot of things before i was who i really was because i was hurt a lot and stuff happened to me too so i get that right and but i know who i am now is who i always was when i was really little but things are put on you and then you 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 act out and you act different you try to be strong by creating this fake mask, right? And you put on yourself. So the, your, all that stuff that you were doing was kind of like, you know, a, a mask. It was fake. It was like hiding the hurt that ha- and the stuff that happened to you, right? So I don't know that we should promote it as the way guys should be because, yeah, this these kind of things, these little things will get women. But I think what gets women more than anything is if you're genuinely a nice guy, if you genuinely like women and if you what, want what are we talking and about? you're are, available. Are we talking about dating somebody, getting married with somebody? Are we no, talking about I'm talking about if you're picking a, up chicks. No, I'm talking about picking up. <laughs> I'm talking about picking up chicks. It's got to be a genuine, like my girlfriend now, she totally knows who I am. Exactly. She, do you think she would have fallen right, for all that I, bullshit? I, I, have, I, have a future, I have a future with her. Right. These other girls, I don't really care. Right, but I I'm mean, I'm trying to bang them. Right. So this is like just for guys to bang girls. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Right. That's a, if you want to get married, it's a totally different. You just got to be you. Not even just you, get married. You, you have to have confidence. To absolutely, but you're saying like the like I said, the problem I ha- like. I don't know, like those, you read pickup books and stuff, and there are different tactics that you could play with girls to get girls, and it's just a game, and it does work, right? So if you want to fuck a lot of girls, you could go, and see, I just don't live in that world, so it's like I forget that women are drunk, you're getting them, they're out and about, they're younger, they're looking for a relationship, so they they have a tendency to fall for this kind of stuff and I'm sure I did when I was younger you know so it's hard for me to remember so yeah guys you have to be phony you have to be nice this is where I got you lost me when you're like you just be nice all the time to everybody like I just like really like you you can't yeah can't you be all those things but be like super real and be like a real person but I don't have to be if I'm gonna marry you but mm-hmm. I'm not marrying these girls. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm nice all the time, but I'm only nice to you. I'm only nice for like a half hour. Right. But do you really think, okay, but do you really think that it was like all the other girls before this one were not right and they deserve to be treated that way and this is the one? Or do you think that you actually finally somehow like healed yourself or got to a place where you were ready to like have the balls to be who you really are again and take a chance you know, with a in a in a relationship, and and then that girl showed up, and then you're with her. Like, I'm sure out of all, I mean, what are the odds well, out of all the girls you fucked? Like, not one was worthy enough to date you. I think that this girl just met you at the right time when you were actually really finally that, ready again. It was it was totally the right time because mm-hmm. there's probably girls just as good as her. Of course, come on, out of uh, it's a numbers well, game, right? Maybe if you dated five I, girls I, in your I, life, maybe I, I not. Would, but you were dating five oh, girls a month, a week. No, five girls, yeah. Right. Total, and then they switch out, rotate. Yeah, exactly. So you had a lot of girls. How many girls do you think you fucked in your life? Like, if you had to give a number, if you had to estimate. That I slept with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just fucked. I don't know. 200? 
300 maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. So out of all those girls, what are the odds that none of them were like girlfriend material? Probably a lot of them were girlfriend probably material. Probably all were. Yeah. Probably all were. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't ready at the Exactly. Time. So this girl you treated differently because not because she was the like no. it was more because you were ready and then she was actually no, compatible I, with you. Because she knew me before all of this. She was my at high school, remember? Oh right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she didn't know Don Juan. Mm-hmm. You know, she knew the true me. Right. So you felt comfortable. So I couldn't I couldn't she knew she knew what I've been through, so I couldn't pull any tricks on her. She knew. Right. No, but that's good. But you and also you knew her. Me? You also knew her, and yeah, that yeah. helps with you yeah. because you had trust issues with women. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of sucks for her because when we go out, I know, like, tons of people, mostly girls. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these, my girlfriend, she's a, a real, like, she's real beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. she what does she scale of 1 to 10? She's a 10. Okay. She, and she has that... that I like her because she has that timeless beauty. Like, you know, you see an old couple and you look at the lady and he's like, man, she's 80 years old and she's still hot. Yeah, totally. Uh-huh. She's That's got that kind of look. Right. She's, she's going to be timeless beauty. Like, right. she's always going to be beautiful. If mm-hmm. she got ugly, it doesn't matter because her personality is out of control. Right. You she like, you really laugh. love her. Right. That's great. And you yeah. said something really yeah. chart, like, cute. like I would just, like you said something like her child changed your life. Like what happened with her child? It's, it's her. Okay. So he's, it actually, it's his birthday this weekend. We're having a big party. But anyway, mm-hmm. he, it was two years into his relationship before, actually a year and a half before I met him. Uh-huh. Like I didn't want to meet him because I, I didn't trust myself because I don't want to meet this young dude, another part of this relationship. And he didn't do anything to anybody. Right. And you want to leave. Him. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when eventually when his dad's still in his life, which, which is cool because I never had that. Yeah. But in the back of my mind, is she talking to her his dad because she's still fucking him? Right. Mm-hmm. Because of my past. Of my course. Past is still fucking me up mentally. Of course, that's a very hard thing when you when the rug is pulls from underneath you, not to feel that same way, not to have it be a trigger. Absolutely. Is she cool right, with right, that right, questioning right. and stuff? Like, because she, she knows your history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's good and it's bad. It's bad because we go out and every all these girls, these hot girls come. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's up? This is my girlfriend. And they, they look at me like, huh? I'm like, yeah, we've been together for a couple of years. We just moved in together. This is uh, so-and-so. And then right after they leave, my girlfriend's like, what age was she and where did you fuck her at? So you she know? knows that like, you hey. did have a Don Juan phase. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Right. Well, she knew because we had the same friends. We had the same group of friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The reason why I started talking to her again is because one of our mutual friends died. Mm-hmm. And she was at the funeral, mm-hmm. and like, and I went to the funeral, and she was there, and I was like, "Oh my god, this woman is freaking gorgeous!" Right. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doing everything I can to be with this girl. Right. And, and did I you know at the time? Let me girl. ask you this: Did you know at the time that you were ready for a relationship, or no? No, no, I didn't. Not at all. You just thought you were going to play like another my, girl. My player. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then her friend. Which is also our friend in high school, one of her, another friend. I started talking to her, and she was like, "You know, she's not like that. She's like, you know, she's. I wouldn't say she's naive, but she's not the girl to go out there and sleep with all these guys. Right? Uh huh. She's nerdy. She's she's nerdy. Mm-hmm. So she's not like the other girls I would go for. But she's like a nerd and a supermodel 
package. Right, right, right. That's the best kind, right? Because she looks right. like and the hottest like part like girl, but like yes. she doesn't have the hot girl yes. personality or the hot girl mentality. <laughs> yes. And she doesn't think like uh, she's I'll, hot. I'll, I'll, right. I'll, I'll burn your shirt a little bit, we'll get some free fries at McDonald's. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm trying to pimp her out, like, come on, just hook it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and the reason I'm a six and she's a ten, but if you think about it, all the all the funny guys have hot wives. Mm-hmm. Funny like, goes a long women. way for men. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. I think most men know that. Women want to be, I mean, I think if a man makes you laugh, there was, I worked, um, I worked for a company once and there was the ugliest guy, like the ugly, like he looked like the, he, on a scale of one to 10, he was a negative six. Okay. He was that <laughs> ugly. And he, but he was the funniest guy on the planet. Like so funny. Like I can't even tell you. And when I finally met him in person, cause we did a lot of conference calls and stuff and he just made uh. me laugh more than anybody. And he had the best personality. He was so nice in the way he talked to you. I spent like a week with him because I worked at this festival and we were spending time in Aspen together and like I literally like got horny for him and I was like I, my whole life I would have to like kind of explain to people ahead of time like you don't understand you're going to meet my guy and he's really disgusting looking but like you just have to give it time because you'll get it because people would be like what the hell are you doing with him because he looked like such a troll but he was the funniest motherfucker on the planet and that's what it was and let me tell you that guy married a very pretty girl he got a pretty girl because that's how powerful funny is plus he had your way of being with women but he wasn't phony do you understand the best way to be i think with women is stop just let me finish is to be really nice really interested because like listen if you're really interested in what a woman says and you're really actually listening to her you don't have to write it down in a fucking book okay so he was actually just like that naturally and that's why he made me horny for him and that's how he got married to a hot girl and yeah he probably didn't have five girls a week and he wasn't fucking them but he could still get chicks because he was a funny genuine nice guy you know but you learn the hard way. It's not good to be funny and nice at a young age because you got cheated on, right? Where did that get you? <laughs> right, right. Nowhere, right? Exactly. But, th- but you're saying that he married a hot girl, but maybe he was looking for marriage the whole time. I wasn't looking for marriage. I was looking just to bang chicks. Right. Well, you were so petrified. You tried to marry a girl and you had everything ready. You were looking yeah. for marriage at a very young age, actually. And then yeah. you got screwed yeah. like hardcore. And that's like a very hard thing to get past. I totally understand but, why you went down the path that you did. So back to, to my girlfriend. So uh, before I met him, the, her, her kid, he. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. 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 So she I was like borderline. Uh, am I ready for this? Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. And then I met this little dude, and oh my god, Aww. this kid seriously changed everything I thought about. Immediately after I met him, I was like, "I'm moving in. We're gonna eventually." And in my mind, I'm gonna I'm bury this girl. Right. This, this is it. That's so cute. Dude, this little guy changed everything I did in the last 43 years, and he he's only five. And here's here's probably the problem about it. I think I'm still with her just because of him. Right. Well, do you still like, like her? She, <laughs> yeah, she is just like, I think I'm the cake. You know what I mean? Like, he's the cake. Right. She's always going to be there. and She's always going to be beautiful. There's always beautiful girls. And she'll mm-hmm. always be there. But he, I think he was what I was looking for. Really? Oh, and how long have you been in his life for now? Like, how long have you been uh, close So, with- I met him when he was two and a half, and he's going to be six in next month so does he call you dad no so here's here's the he called me by my real name oh right because she has a dad 
Yes. Mm-hmm. And 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 he's he, at, at six. He's kind of trying to figure out like why like they, they don't know that him and his mom had uh, his dad and his mom had sex. Right. Uh huh. Like they don't. He didn't know the relationship of mm-hmm. of that. He just thinks that's his dad. Mm-hmm. That's his mom. They don't live with each other. Yeah. So he and then um, I I was talking to him and I was like, do you know, um, I want to be your stepdaddy. I said I could be. Uh, your stepdad if I marry your mom. He's like, no, I kind of like my dad. I was like, no, it's not going to change that. I right. Said, I love your dad and go for it. I said, it's not going to change. You know, then I figured, well, he's, he's, I can't explain it to a five-year-old. Yeah, not yet. Do you guys, <laughs> so do you want to have kids with her? Am I going to have kids with her? Yeah. No, she's, we're older. So in the oh, okay. Right, right, right. So, but that would right. be cool with you to, is to like, have. Oh, my, I always tell her I want a daughter. Right. Mm-hmm. How old is she? Because I'm a, my girlfriend. Yeah. Twenty-three or forty-three. Oh, I'm twenty-three. She's gonna have a baby <laughs> if you breathe on her. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. She could still have a baby, you know, if she wanted. Well, we're in high school together. Remember, we're the same age. Right. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, but it's just a little dude. I mean. This is probably going to be a boring podcast because it's about love. I found love with this little boy. Yeah, I mean, listen, this is the thing because <laughs> I'm going to wrap up because we're at, I know, you're a player, but you didn't. No, this is the thing, though, and this is why it's so interesting. This is why, like, you can never, this is why I like to talk to people and I like to get backstory because people, maybe if they only knew you in your Don Juan life and they never really talked to you and they never really got your backstory. Like, if you came up and hit on me with your dumb lines when I was drinking water, I'd probably find out in the 20 <laughs> minutes that you got cheated on and we We'd have this exact conversation just at the bar and you wouldn't hit on me and you'd tell and me and then and the next day you'd go her. find the girl of your dreams and I'd help you. OK, that's who I've always been. But like the whole thing to me that's more interesting is that like, you know, if you don't really talk to people and you just judge them by what they do. And this goes for slutty women, too. Like people judge them like, oh, they're so slutty. like you don't know what people have gone through that's making them act the way that they are. Most people, especially players and guys that are treating a lot of women, there's some pain involved there. So there's some they're going through something you know, a lot of the times. So, and that's what the deal is and that's who you are. So instead of being a podcast of like what guys should do to pick up girl, I don't know. I don't, I think this is more a story about like a reformed Don Juan. Dr. Guy's been on my show and he's just a womanizer that's in the middle of his womanizing ways and we don't know how he changes himself, you know. Um, but you're somebody who you know, came, you know, on the, at the end of that story, which I think is great. And I think it, it you know, it but, shows that you can change and you can go back but, to who you are. What's the, but that you exactly, still, and that's why I said, and that's why in the email I said, I'm reformed and I love this kid, but it's hard not to talk to women when they come up to you. So, but you've never cheated. Do you think that eventually you no. will? Is that what you're saying? Or no, eventually I... you'll leave this relationship to go back out there? I don't know. That's, that's the problem. I don't, I don't know. Okay. So this is what I suggest. This is what I think. Because I think maybe you fuck so many women, okay, and you're 43. I think you should be sort of winding down a little bit in life. So I think if you still have that desire to go out and get girls, I think you might have still some unresolved issues of the stuff that happened to you in your past. And maybe if you talk to someone about that, like went into a little therapy on the side once a week. I okay. I Okay, no, you should be still. That maybe it would help you uh, maybe not do that. Maybe, but maybe, listen, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. 
I don't know which way this would go. Like maybe you don't need therapy. Maybe eventually you'll just have a, a relationship for a couple more years and then you'll go back out there because that's what you need to do and you need to be with more women. I don't know. But you should I don't think continue I need to, to be with more women. Okay, so then you should then if you're having the urge and everything and you're not doing anything, you're not a cheater by nature, right? And I, I get the right, sense right. of that and you don't want to, but you're worried because it's out there. Maybe just talk to somebody because maybe, first of all, I think it's normal to want women to like you and to have your ego fed and everything. But I think it's very natural when you've been hurt in the past, no matter how much you have healed or gotten past it. I don't think you are, and you might still have some unresolved issues. And what happens to people when they have that is when they start to get serious or feel close, or maybe the relationship is really great, they could sabotage without even knowing it. They start to get bored or this little itch and you have to worry about it. You just have to make sure that doesn't happen to you. If you like this girl and you want to stay with her. I got a question for you then. So mm-hmm. now when I go, when, I, when I'm thinking about talking to a girl, I always remember a little dude in my mind. Mm-hmm. Is that normal? Yes, is, is but if it gets... Is that most people? Like I don't know. And you, you go to somebody and you're like, oh, I can't, I can't fuck her because my wife pops in their head. Or is it just, you just don't do it? Is it not a thought? No, I think that, you know, it's hard. Listen, I've never been married. I've never been with, you know, I have my own issues. I've talked about it a lot on my podcast. So, you know, um, but I'm very monogamous by nature. But for men, like, I think like men that are monogamous and have been in a long time relationships, they like I have a boss that I used to work with who are very good friends and he's married to his college sweetheart and they have a g- greatest relationship and he's never cheated on her. But he calls me up and tells me about this one flirted with him and he questions it like a high school guy, you know, and I think in the moment that he's talking to me, he's living in that sort of place of ego of feeling good about himself and I think that that's very normal and I don't think there's anything wrong with it I what stops him from doing something I think because he could never live a double life and he loves his wife and he just wouldn't do that you know what I mean and that's what it is you know if you feel like it's the boy right now I don't know I think you have to like think maybe it's that you love her maybe you're afraid to face that maybe it is just the boy maybe you need to eventually if you do wind up looking at other women maybe she's not the one and you need to go have a baby with someone else because maybe you just really want a kid maybe you're projecting onto him because you never had a dad and there's this thing that's going on with but is probably very healing for you there's a lot of things that could be going on when i first started dating her some of the hater women Mm -hmm. found out i was i found somebody Mm -hmm. and they did everything to try to break us up of course because they probably couldn't believe that you were going to be any different with her okay they were probably hard she thought i was cheating on her like twice and i was like no and coming like she knew who i was some shit popped off and she was like how do i know you did do that you know what I mean? That's that's your M.O. Of course, because that's who you always were. But like with I know because you're being completely honest and here. Why not? Right. You know, I changed your voice. Right. We, you know, I don't know who you are. You you know, so why would you not tell tell me? You know, right, you're right, admitting right, right. to right. it. So, you know, we all know that you're not. But I could see why she wouldn't believe you. I could see why the other girls wouldn't believe you, you know, and why she would have an issue. And I also see why you would think she's cheating on you. You know, you both have a little distrust with each other going on. I suggest if you want to turn this relationship into a successful marriage or you think she's the one, that you should just continue to talk to someone just to figure things out because I think maybe you just don't know. When you say to me, like, is it the kid that's keeping me? Is it not? Like, you know that... It's the kid right now. Okay. But I don't know that... that I don't want, I wouldn't want, I don't know that I'd want to be with a guy that's just with me because of my kid. Like I would want him to, 
feel like he's with me because he loves me and the baby maybe would be icing. I don't think it should be the opposite way or the other way around. Maybe that just means you want a son of your own or a daughter of your own. And maybe it's not with her. Maybe this relationship has played its course and maybe you need, I don't know. I don't know enough because we've focused so much for like an hour on like your Don Juan ways that now we're getting a little <laughs> bit more personal. This is the stuff that I like even more, um, you know, with your sort of issues and stuff. Right. Um, with your relationship. But I really think that you should probably just so that you don't sabotage something and ruin something that's like really great. Because let me tell you one thing that I've seen with people who have like trust issues that um, a lot of times they had like one relationship in their life that really worked. And I'd always be like, well, you know, you had that person and that works. So why can't you do it again? But I really when you really look at it, you realize that they knew that person. They were their friend before. And there was something in the history that made them able to trust them. It wasn't like they just met a total stranger and trusted them. I think that you would never be able at this point in your life because you like to meet a total stranger that you don't know anything about and trust them because of what's happened to you in the past. I think it works with this girl and you've been able to trust her because she's somebody from your past that you met and right. you knew her. And let me tell you, that's a hard thing to find. Not only someone from your, listen, you can find people from your past, but the fact that you're going to think they're the most beautiful person in the world, the way you talk about her is, you know, you really, you know, you're really taken by her. Like to find somebody who you know, who you trust, who you're also attracted to, that's going to be hard for you to find. So yeah, if you ruin it by cheating quick. on her, you could yeah, have a yeah, problem. But I ran out for lunch real quick, and she looked beautiful. I looked, walked in, I was like, man, baby, you look beautiful today. I, go, I like that dress. And in her mind, I was playing her. I was just going to say, mind, did you like, really feel yeah. that? Was that really truthful? It was truthful for me. I, uh, when she walked out, I was like, man, that's my girlfriend over there. Right. You know, so you're being like, genuine with her. You're being yeah. genuine with her. Right. And so, but listen. I, I think in her mind, she was like, oh, he's playing me. Because every time I say she's beautiful, she looks nice, she doesn't say anything back. She's like... No, but she it's loves it. She, if she doesn't do? say you're trying to do anything and you really mean it genuinely and you don't, you know, right. say phony shit to her like you say to other girls, no. I think that girls know. She might, a lot of women have a hard time with compliments. I don't know what to say back when someone compliments me, but it doesn't mean that I don't love it. Okay. So I think that she doesn't say anything back because she's probably just uncomfortable with compliments. And a lot of girls are like that. So I think that it's fine. You should continue doing that. You never cheat on her, but I personally think, and I think you should, if you ever have the urge, you should. Uh, talk to someone about it because before you ruin this relationship in, you should try to figure out more what you're feeling and I think in order to do that you may need a little help and you just need a little bit more social drink because I think you have is still some issues from the past which we all have okay it's just fucking life you know but you're lucky okay um, because you found this girl you're lucky that you have this great relationship with her son and um, I think you you know you owe it to yourself and to her and her son to like uh, make sure you sort out your feelings just so that you you stay doing the right thing right. in this relationship. Do you know what I mean? Right. And yeah, figure it out. That. Right. So I don't know what I'm going to title this, but I will know okay. better when I re-listen to it. It always sounds totally different right. to me. And then I'll know how to pitch it and what the title is going to be. But it's interesting because it's been like about two separate things. You know, it's been about like how to pick up. Uh, chicks and everything we were going there but then once I don't know and then it took a turn because I was just like oh this is all bullshit you know and then it was a little bit more personal about like problems that most don want to have so this will be a good episode just keep uh, stay tuned to see what I uh, 
what I okay. what I label it as or title it as of my description. But I'll probably air it this Sunday and I'll send you a link when it's up and I'll remember to change your voice. Thanks so much for calling in. Thanks for listening. Okay, cool. Good luck with everything. All right. Bye. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.